This just in from Just Riding Along Outdoor Media, Matt's Week in Review with an update on breaking bicycle industry news. Hey folks, welcome back. It is March 10th, and I'm going to review the week for you. We're going to start with our friends from SRAM. Since the last time I recorded, they had diversified their portfolio of brands by exactly one. They are now the owners of Velocio, an ultra-high-end uh, cycling clothing company that is super high-end and easy to repair. They are very interesting as they offer a repair program much like Patagonia does. And given the pricing of their kits, thinking about having repair as an option for when life happens, you know that garment just needs a trip back to the motherland, not a trip to the landfill. Of course, a bunch of folks on the internet who never plan to buy a piece of quality kit but rely on whatever vendor the shop they work for gets a shop kit made every few years all collectively moan that Velocio is now going to go down the drain. And what I'm trying to highlight here is anytime something happens on the internet, many people who are not actually a customer throw a fit acting as if it is now changing their buying habits. Moving on. Still sticking with clothing, Swiftwick launches new socks, the Flight XT Trail. These are available in both a 2 and 5 inch cuff length, are made of a merino blend, and Swiftwick uses a bunch of buzzwords to say this isn't just a tube of fabric, but will actually fit your foot, stay in place, and work on the rowdiest of adventures. I'm not so sure I'm keen on the 5 inch cuff, but if it ever comes out in a 7, I'll definitely be trying those because I really like Swiftwick socks. Goo has debuted Salted Lime Roctane, which sounds great when you really want a margarita, but it's only 9 in the morning and you need to crush that 5K first. Apparently, they pulled the 2021 Western States Endurance Run. Um, all the athletes from that run, which if you're not familiar, is uh, pretty hard. It's a pretty hard and iconic 100-mile runner, or 100-mile run. And turning this chomp into a goo was one of the number one things requested. So when you really want a margarita, but you really need to go fast, reach for one of these first, get the go fast done, and then have your margarita. Thinking like this will help you understand runners and cyclists are closer than you think. In other news, much to the chagrin of bike shops across the state, New Mexico has founded a NICA league. That means every rich white dude who buys bikes on a two-year cycle will come in and casually mention that they help with the team, you know, because they did a group ride a year ago and donated an old cooler to the school. In all seriousness, this is great news. <laughs> While getting kids on bikes is great, I think the bigger thing that NICA has the potential to offer is bringing people together. The bicycle can unify those from different races and creeds or different financial places in society and boil it down to kids having fun together. Also, I hope that these kids enjoy the outdoors too. I don't mean this in a kids these days on their damn phones all the time way but more that this may allow some kids who don't have a support network to get them out to camp, ride in the woods, and maybe throw some rocks in a river, now have a network of friends to do this with. As a heads up, they'll start racing in the fall of 2022, so if this tugs at your heart and you have the means, maybe toss them a little financial or on-location helper support if you can. Another thing that was launched this week, Olin's. They released a fork. I made an outline, and I didn't put the name of the fork in there. It's a 34-millimeter stanchion fork, and it is aimed squarely at the Fox non-stepcast 34. It's in the same weight class, but Olin's claims the ride quality is superior. No way, says anyone listening. 
That is like the guy at the fish market claiming that he has the best tuna. Of course he does. He has tuna to sell. Getting serious, this fork is probably fine and will definitely look cool, but as history has proven, it is really hard to beat Rock Shocks or Fox in the Boinger Boinger Up-Down Bits game. SRM launched a flat pedal power meter. That's right, flat pedals with power meters. To be honest, I'm not really sure who this is aimed at, but they cost $1,200 for single-sided power meters or $1,500 for dual-sided power readings. Just as a friendly reminder, you can source a new XX1 cork with arms and spider reading on both sides for just over $1,000. So, you know, maybe something to mull over when you are considering your next power reading device. Another thing that is happening, looks like Steamboat Gravel is bolstering their on-site activities by growing the expo portion to include another day of fun. This really, this one really struck me as interesting. And the reason that I find this one extremely interesting or intriguing is out of all the news that I read this week, this is the one that really got me going, really really got the old noggin to, to churn over and think about some bits and things. Where I'm going, or what I'm trying to get to explaining, is gravel is the new mountain biking. And I don't mean that sentence to be inflammatory, and I don't mean that sentence to be something that makes you roll your eyes. I want you to think of it in the way that I'm going to present this, which is gravel is the new, you can go fast or you can have fun cycling. Historically speaking, road cycling has been elitist, go fast, racer boy, shave legs, go fast, don't have fun, just go fast. And gravel is the drop bar version of mountain biking. And when I say gravel is the new mountain biking, I mean gravel is the drop bar version of we can all have fun in the woods in different ways. Let's go do it. Because, you know, mountain biking is everything from XC to downhill. And I think we can really talk about that as one gravel event. I, I understand there's different types of gravel racing. There's some that can be done on a very capable road bike. There's some that's you know, Belgian waffle ride comes to mind, right? You you see people asking themselves the question, do I ride a road bike with big tires, a gravel bike with small tires, et cetera, et cetera. You know, to me, Belgian waffle ride is the, let's call it cross-country racing of gravel racing. And then you can look at something, you know, much more arduous and tougher and that would probably be like your all-mountain enduro, you know, and I, I don't know many gravel races because I just don't really keep up with it. But, you know, your your more average, let's say, like adventure gravel race, you know, that, that might be something like uh, Grinduro. And I get it. I'm just kind of like picking off the high ones that are like super bougie. But they're the ones that kind of come to mind as like, no, you need some, you need some real, some real tires. You need some real gearing. This is, uh, you know, not for the faint of heart, let's call it. Um and I would see that as like your everyday trail riding and or enduro racing, you know. It's just the hard, hard stuff. And then, you know, there's some stuff that, and, and I understand that this is a, a bit different, but, you know, I think the other end of that spectrum would be maybe some of those more, more rugged, 
you know, I don't want to like venture into like bike packing, but I want to talk about it maybe something like DKXL or sorry, Unbound XL or Trans Iowa. I don't know, it has a new name now. Both of those names races had name changes, but you know, something like that I, I think could be like downhill. And I I don't want someone to roll their eyes and be like, downhill shreds, and those are just people pedaling hard for a long time. No, I mean like it's ultra specialized, right? You you really mull over your equipment choices and things come down to, you know, on the day, how's the conditions, how's this, you know, really getting nitpicky about what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and scrutinizing your gear because in downhill every second counts but in an event that long all those uncertainties or all those little mishaps can add up to catastrophe and I know that's an odd way to put it but again I I see gravel becoming more like mountain in the sense of it's all-encompassing and it's okay it's okay to do it to go fast or it's okay to do it to just have fun uh, and that's my contrast with road but to get back to what steamboat gravel is doing is they're bolstering their on-site activities they're they're going to add a day to their expo and what i'm wondering is is this the foundation of what we see in the mountain bike world you know the the current mountain bike world you have festivals across the country and there's demos and there's all these fun things, and there's group rides, and there's yoga. You know, I went to Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. There was a gajillion people there, and all these vendors. And there was, you know, again, yoga, and live music, and there was a beer garden, and there was bike demos, and there was all this stuff. There's not a bike race at Sedona Mountain Bike Festival, but it could very easily have one. Um, You know, you could have a bike race. It, It wouldn't take much extra to have a race there. And I wonder if we'll see some races go the other direction. They already have a race, and this isn't a knock on any event promoter, but they're a business, and a business wants to make money. And if you could, logistically, you can only have so many people on course. There's just going to be a logistical snafu at some point where you can't have more people out racing the course. But. You could transition to having, let's say, you know, 1,500, 2,000 people on course, and then maybe some of those people are bringing their friends, spouses, loved ones, family, and there's all sorts of fun activities for them to do. And because it's not so much of a just, I'm going to have to go back and sit in a hotel and then drive to mile 100 at the only aid station support's allowed to come to and then go back and wait for you at the finish line maybe it's more well there's a fun ride that i can do or there's a yoga class in the morning and then there's a group ride in the afternoon and you know there could just be a number of things that come together and and again i'm not knocking an event promoter but they want to make money and if you can have a captive and engaged audience on site buying things like wristbands and then spending money with vendors and buying food and paying for beer, attending classes and seminars, demoing bikes. I think you would see a lot more things to offer or or there'd be a lot more goods and services that that could be, you know, capitalized upon. And I don't think that that's a problem. I mean, Sedona Mountain Bike Festival was one of the, and uh, Old Pueblo is a great example. They don't have, uh, you know, demos or, group rides but old pueblo is like a 
fun atmosphere. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of stuff going on. And, and you know, Sedona Mountain Bike Festival, again, it was one of the most fun non-bike racing bike riding things I've ever done because I got to meet a bunch of people. I saw my friends old and new. I got to high five people. I had, you know, just a good time. And I don't think that there'd be any reason to roll your eyes and think, oh, that's stupid comparing gravel to mountain. Because I want to look at it from that perspective. A lot of people coming together and having a really fun weekend. And I understand demoing gravel bikes isn't maybe quite as elusive and exotic as demoing mountain bikes. You know, we're not going to see high pivot gravel bikes anytime soon. And we're not going to see, you know, we have a RockShox Rudy and we have a SRAM Explorer group and Fox is re-releasing their AX fork with a backwards crown. And there's all these cool things coming out that's very gravel specific, but we don't really have, you know, let's say... I mean, there's the Niner MCR, and we're going to ignore that bike, but we don't have full suspension bikes where we need to feel the kinematics, or we don't have, let's say, different... I mean, there are different categories of bikes, but I think that in gravel, it's pretty easy, right? You're like, oh, well, I need a super racy fit, so I need a super racy bike. I am a little bit more adventurous. I need a more upright fit. I need an upright bike, right? It's not like, oh, I need a, you know, I want to compare this... 130 bike to that 130 bike you know that's a very mountain bike thing in the gravel world it it would be pretty tough to have those you know same style demo experiences but if you're a mountain biker that doesn't own a, a gravel bike or you're a road biker that doesn't own a gravel bike you could come to this event and experience those bikes for the first time and depending on what you're currently riding you know if you're a mountain biker and your road bike is from 2009 a new gravel bike is going to be better on the road, more comfortable, better in every way you can imagine. And if you don't get that chance to throw a leg over one, then you just don't know, right? So I, I do think that that's something that will be coming. And I, I don't I don't have a crystal ball. I can't say it's two years. I can't say it's five years. I can't say it's 10 years. I think it's going to be less than 10 and I think in five, there will be more than one of these types of events across the country. And I don't know. I just, I'm really, I'm really excited about this because again, it's people having fun on bikes, which is one of our big goals, right? If you're not having fun, you probably shouldn't be doing it. And if, if you're not, if you're not doing it for fun, then you're not going to go to that event. You know, if you're super racer boy or super racer gal and all you do is racer stuff, you don't want to go to an expo weekend. That person doesn't go to Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. They're doing VO2 max intervals in their basement. And the same will be true here. But I think that there's a lot more room in cycling. And I think there's a lot more room for more people to join us having fun on bikes. And I think that would be a really interesting way that we could open up that camaraderie, that community, and that everyone here is my friend type feeling that you have at one of those festivals. Because, you know, it's a bunch of like-minded people coming together, all having fun, riding the same style bike. And I, I think that that other parts of the cycling world would benefit from that. And I hope to see that come because, again, Sedona was one of the most fun weekends I've had not racing my bike. And for people that don't race and want to have a great weekend, I think they should have that opportunity as well. So I don't know the place for it to happen, and I, I don't know exactly the 
let's say, way for it to, to come to be, but I think it'll happen, and I don't know, maybe we'll meet there one day. A little bit different take this week as I made an outline, and it made things go much quicker. And I wrap things up with a little bit of spitballing and heavy opinion piecing because, you know, this isn't quite the just riding along new things you might hate or whatever segment. I do try to keep this a little more PC and like family car friendly. So I know that's not what we call it over there. But again, just trying to keep things a little more family friendly. You know, if there's something that comes up and there's something you think we should cover, there's a contact us form at the bottom of the page on justridingalongshow.com. There's contact us at the bottom. You can fill that out on the homepage, send it over. Andrea makes a, she does a great job. She compiles a document for me to review, and I then talk about the things that interest me. So send something over, and if I like it and it tickles my fancy, I'll cover it in the next show. But if not, for those of you out there that are heading to Mid-South Gravel, and you're going to have fun this weekend and do your best to stay warm, I wish you good luck in that. Have fun, stay warm. They did move the start time back an hour in order to accommodate the weather because it's going to be extremely cold at the start. So keep that in mind. Have fun. And if you're not racing even, be safe, ride smart, and we'll catch you next week. I'll catch you next week. That's a hard one to break. Thanks for tuning in to this week's news. Until next time, take care and ride safe.